0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the ExploCally podcast with Tyler, and I'm here by myself tonight. My wife is upstairs studying. She has obviously more important things to do. I hope she can hear me. <laughs> no, she's uh, she's actually working really hard, so uh, can't tell you what it's about top secret, but hopefully here soon she'll be able to, you know, tell everybody what she's been doing for the past couple months, and, uh, you know, we're really rooting for her, so might be able to hear my air turn on and off. I am in my basement. It's very basement-like in here. This house was built in it was built after the Second World War, so it's old. It's very old. But uh it just it feels it's just so cold down here. It's just like crisp basement air. You know, what I mean, you know that feeling when you go to your grandparents' house, you walk downstairs and it's just like it just uh, it it smells like basement, you know? It's like from Home Alone 1 when Kevin's just freaking out when he sees that, when he sees his uh, furnace turn on and it's he thinks it's like a monster that's going to eat him. You know, my furnace doesn't do that, fortunately, thank goodness, but uh, there's like these four... Actually, there's, yeah, four windows that kind of surround it uh, from the outside that you can see. And I have actually spray painted two of them just because I didn't want neighbors peeking in. Unfortunately, the only place where neighbors couldn't peek in are the ones that aren't spray painted. So I did not achieve that. To I didn't do that well. So poorly planned, uh, but that's okay. Uh, we have some shrubbery that's grown out, so can't really see but this is like my, uh, you know, this is, this is where I come to change after a shower. I just full, full view, you know, but anyways, enough of that. So may also be able to hear the dryer running. I'm not really sure. And I'm drinking a, uh, I'm drinking, what is this? It, it is a, uh, I don't know what the, what is this, like 16 ounce, 18 ounce Bud Light Orange? I'm going to get a lot of criticism for this. I happen to like the Bud Light Orange. I love beer. Um, hopefully, throughout uh, the next several episodes, we'll be talking uh, about some local craft breweries and some local beers, and we'll dive into that uh, possibly with art. Um, my wife, she doesn't really drink beer. You know, she might have like a Lining in kugels or something, but, uh, beyond that, she kind of sticks to, uh, sweet, sweet wines and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I like the bud light orange. I mean, I'm going to take a lot of heat for it and that's fine. I'm okay with that. So, but anyways, tonight, what we're going to really be exploring and something that I kind of have a passion about is talking about movies. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of them. Whenever I hear that, I always think of Gabe from The Office when he's threatening Andy. He's like, I've seen over 200 R movies. And Andy's like, that's really weird. You know, that's a weird flex. You know, so um, I happened to watch a movie a couple nights ago called Ad Astra. Um, Oh, just got an email. I don't know how to pause that. I'm going to have to figure out how to do that. Still a little uh, new on that end. But anyways, I saw this movie with Brad Pitt uh, called Ad Astra. If you haven't seen it, I'd recommend go ahead and see it. Um, I was really curious about it when I saw the previews. I thought, okay, is this going to be another interstellar movie? Or because interstellar to me is probably one of my top 10 movies. I, I mean, that may really be uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of movie people out there are just like, well, he's lost all credibility. But if you think about the... I mean, it's, it's almost like the Matrix. Like, you have to deep dive into just what is and what isn't possible. However, the thing about Interstellar is there leaves a lot of questions for, you know, it could be possible. It really could. Something about something about interstellar space, you know, I mean, it, it took a uh, Voyager, Voyager one or Voyager two, it took it like 18 years just to get to Pluto. I mean, it, it took a long time. So if, if you just think about that in the retrospect of how big our solar system is, it's enormous. It's as far from, <clears throat> it's as far from the sun to Uranus as it is from Uranus to Neptune that's how big this place is. This just massive void full of just nothing. And, uh, and that's why I'm really just, I'm so attracted to these space movies because it really makes you think, I mean, it really digs deep down into your just creativity and, um, James Gray, the director for Ad Astra, he, um, he did a great job in this film. I think, I, I do think that they missed on a few, a few parts, uh, for me being kind of like a space movie junkie and just kind of a astrophysicist lover of some sort, if there is such a thing as an astrophysicist lover. Um, but I like astrophysics. So, um, so anyways, uh, this astronaut, his name's Roy McBride and I'm kind of just going over the, uh, I am DB here but um, he kind of accepts this mission on, uh, across to go across the solar system to Neptune to find his dad who he has not talked to in 30 years And his dad was like this you know he was like this Tom Cruise of a of a uh, he was like this maverick uh, astronaut who embarked onto this voyage to find out if there is uh, if there's any life out there. You know, the mid, the trillion dollar question, you know, is there life out there? What are your thoughts? Do you think there's life out there? I, I don't know. I, I could give my opinion and I probably will. So do I think there's life out there? I don't. I, I happen to think that the creator created all of this for us. Like that sounds extremely selfish, but I mean, he went big. And he went really big. <laughs> and I just, I mean, <clears throat> it, it's, it's hard for me to kind of realize, like, there's other intelligent life out there. Now, there could be another higher dimension uh, of some sort that maybe, uh, maybe something's possible. I don't know. And, you know, I'm not saying I need concrete evidence, but I think it's possible. You know, will we find life on other planets? I, I I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, just getting to Mars is a mission. I mean, that is an insane feat. I mean, it takes it took obviously the first Apollo mission that landed on the moon. It took them four days to get there, just to the moon, and that's quite a journey if you if you'd think about it. And so. So this astronaut, um, Roy McBride, who's played by Brad Pitt, he played this character. I mean, Brad Pitt, without a doubt, is one of the greatest actors ever. Um, I I mean, I loved him in Curious Case, uh, uh, Benjamin Button. Um, He was great in all the Oceans movies. Not a lot of people actually liked the Oceans movies. Me, I think the third one was the best. I, I don't know. I just like the humor in it. First one, obviously really good. Very comparable to the Frank Sinatra one and, you know, the old Rat Pack. But uh, definitely the third one. I like the Al Pacino part in it. And uh, I think it was just a little more uh, charismatic. I think it was funnier. Uh, there were just a little more quips in it. So th- that kind of just touched on my humor. So anyways, um, so anyway, so Brad Pitt grows up, you know, throughout his entire life without his father. And his father just embarked onto this massive journey out into the open solar system to try to find extraterrestrial uh life out there in the universe. And uh he the mission kind of goes bunk when he reaches Neptune. And Neptune way out there. Way, way out there. Now I mean beyond the time that he went, his father went um Pluto was actually listed as a, the ninth planet now, no longer, no longer there. And this, this, um, this movie kind of sets place a little bit into the future because the movie starts off where Roy is commandeering part of the international space antenna, which is actually kind of wild when you first see this whole thing, because we obviously know what the ISS is. It's the international space station and it. Uh, it revolves around the earth's orbit at, you know at like 38,000 miles an hour and it's really incredible and he is on this space antenna it's obviously somewhere in the troposphere or whatever's higher than the troposphere and it's sitting up there about 17 18 miles up in the i, I could that could be higher i could i don't know but um yeah uh, tommy lee he plays uh, Clifford McBride, his father. Um, then there's like Liv Tyler. She plays in it. She plays uh, Brad Pitt's wife. She, she's not in it very much. You know, obviously she loves space movies. Um, Armageddon, great one. Another excellent space film. Uh, not really deep interstellar space. More of uh trying to blow up asteroids and saving the earth kind of thing. But if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, then I mean, I I don't know. Uh, Oh boy. (laughs) Anyways. So I'm going to say this really quick. I know I'm kind of getting off topic here. I'm going to take a lot of heat for not just my Bud Light Orange, but I'm gonna take a lot of heat for this next thing. I have never, ever, ever, ever seen the movie Braveheart with Mel Gibson. Okay. I'm going to take a moment of silence for my comments Or for anybody just probably just eviscerating me doing something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just haven't like stopped and watched Braveheart. You know, and I actually put this on social media several weeks back. I said, okay, what's a famous movie you've never seen? And obviously I went first and I was like, oh, get ready to, you know, get ready for everybody to attack. And I put Braveheart and I got destroyed man card gone, gone. Well, I think it was gone at the Bud Light Orange, but whatever. I can live with that. Now, the Braveheart, I prom—I will see this movie someday. I promise I will see this movie. Um, but there were other people who, you know, haven't seen Titanic, which, I mean, I don't know. We all know the story. And uh, a couple other but Star Wars. Uh, there was somebody who hasn't seen Forrest Gump. You haven't seen Forrest Gump? i'm um, I mean forrest not seeing Forrest Gump is like never putting your hand on a bible i mean i'm not I'm not, I'm not trying to you know say Forrest Gump is up there with the Bible I'm just saying like th- it's been on television so much I mean I could literally just probably going upstairs hit the cable and boom Forrest Gump is on Jenny is sitting there in front of that house just chucking rocks you know kicking her sandals off so uh lieutenant Diane but um <laughs> Yeah, so I have not seen Braveheart. So what is a what is a famous movie? I mean, one of some of the most popular movies out there ever that you have not seen? Let me know. I want we, everybody wants to know so you can be put on a target hit list. So mine's Braveheart and you know what? I'm okay with that. So um yeah uh the another one that's in this is uh Donald uh, Donald Sutherland. He 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 has a, another small part in this. Really this movie is just about kind of like Brad Pitt. He has some flashbacks here and there, but um it's you know he has to travel to Mars first and he has to do like a counter orbital slingshot and for for those of you who don't know exactly what that is, actually, he's going to Mars to send this message first to reach Neptune, and there is no, uh, there is no, um, there's no message. They're not receiving anything. So we don't know at this point if Clifford McBride, uh, Roy's dad, is alive at this point. We don't know what's going on. You know, all we know is, and the, and I, let me get to actually why they're even trying to do this. There's a massive power energy surge that's coming from that area and it's causing massive problems on earth. It's causing problems throughout the entire solar system and they think it's actually coming it's directed from this satellite that Clifford McBride is on and um they think maybe he's just he's doing it uh kind of as a big fu or you know something's wrong you know they don't know if this is et sending this you know shooting it out of a laser so they have to figure out what's going on kind of like the movie the core you know that's they there's a big problem and they got to figure it out which if you haven't seen the core it's it's kind of it's a good movie you know uh it's interesting um go see it rent it do whatever so um, yeah, so Brad Pitt, he travels from Earth, goes to Mars, and things kind of go south there. He kind of hijacks on on this plane, or this uh, ship, that's heading towards Neptune with this other crew. And there's just like a, a bizarre uh, set of events that happen between there and Neptune. So, and it's like, here's another thing. I think it was only like 39 days from, uh, 39 days from Mars to Neptune. So let's look at this Mars to Neptune in distance. Oh yeah. Yeah. 79 days. Okay. So it it took the surface 19 days to get to Mars from the moon, but Neptune between 10 and 60 times the moon Mars distance. Okay. So it should take, Okay, that's weird. It says 190 to 1140 days to get to Neptune through the film. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, it took so it took him, they're talking about at Astra. That's funny. So yeah, it only took him 79 days to get from the planet Mars to Neptune, which that's like that's insane. That's in I mean, that's insane speed. So you have to think about it. Light travels. Uh, I mean it travels quick it takes like eight minutes from light to travel from the sun to the earth so when we think in relativity of something's two light years away so that's how far so if you just looked at this on a like on a like on a like on a, like on a diagram if you just saw how long it takes light to travel from the sun to earth is eight minutes and it's like, You know, it's umpteen million miles away from the sun. So when we say like, "Oh, the nearest star is Alpha Centauri," it's it's two light years away. That's thousands of years. Yeah, like when we're when we talk about the relativity of like something being one hundred and fifty million light years away, like that's just a number that we can't truly comprehend. So yeah, so he travels through this. um, He travels through this, um, I'm sorry, drawn a blank. Yeah, so he, he, he's tra- he travels from Mars to Neptune in, in 79 days, which for any of you, like I said, that just don't understand that, that's really quick. Very, very quick. So anyways, he gets to Neptune and he's approaching and he sees the satellite and he's like, okay, I don't know what I'm expecting. Sure enough, his dad's there. Tommy Lee in the flesh is alive. Nuts, right? So he's kind of like, hey, Roy. And he's like, hi, dad. You know, it's just kind of this weird. There's like such an eerie feeling, too, because it's only like 2% of light from the sun actually gets to Neptune, which that's that's hard to fathom. Um so it, there's already kind of like this. And if you don't know what the color of Neptune is, it's kind of like this, uh, deep blue, almost like kind of greenish sea foam, And, um, that has a lot to do with because of the methane and everything. Uh, it, it takes in red light, but it, uh, it puts out blue. Um, it's, it's strange, strange planet. Very, very fast winds. Um, so he, goes into this satellite, sees his dad, and he's just like, this is incredible. And Tommy Lee is, I'm not going to spoil the movie, he kind of goes over what's happened, what's going on, and he, you know, he has cataracts. I mean, like, I, first of all, I mean, even at this advanced stage of, of civilization, I don't know how you would be able to survive that long in a satellite. Then again, you know, I guess you know um the longest the longest international space station was held by uh I can't remember her name um you know it was like two years she was in space she was in space, so you know a fraction you know pretty close so um not, not actually it's not close at all that's, that's that's insane you know I couldn't imagine being. In space, I can't even imagine being in space for five minutes, let alone two years. But then thirty years, especially all the way out towards Neptune, could you just imagine just the the pure just loneliness? Uh, I don't. That's not something I don't. I don't think I would ever want to feel. You know, we as humans, we just naturally need to have that comfort and talk and just that that just hugging somebody. Um, so anyways, yeah, basically Brad Pitt is like trying to get his dad to come home with him and the rest, uh, you know, you can watch for yourself. Like I said, it's a great movie. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it up there with interstellar in my opinion. Um, it's a little over two hours, but, um, it's, I I think, I think it is a great film. So, um, yeah, let me know what you think of it, you know, if you like it then tell me what you liked about it. If you don't like it, tell me what you don't like about it. Uh, I, I definitely like to hear other people's opinions on these uh, on these types of movies. And, you know, maybe, uh, maybe in the next episode or maybe in a future episode, you know, we can jump into a little more about Interstellar. You know, these kind of things just blow my mind. And I just, I could sit like Neil Tyson to grass. Like I could sit probably, I don't know, a month with that dude and just talk with him and just pick his brain. He has a great book that, um, uh, man, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank right now. What the book is called. It's a, it's a great audio book too. He has, he has not so much of a Morgan Freeman voice, but, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's pleasant to listen to throughout this entire book because he's just like, he's just so excited about this stuff. Um, Astro. Yeah. It's astrophysics for people in a hurry. Um, and he actually narrates the book himself. You know, he wrote it and he narrates it. You can actually, you can find it on audible, you can find it on Amazon, but it's a great book. Definitely. It just goes through so much, um, of what we just kind of take for granted just daily. But, uh, yeah, so thanks for joining this podcast. We, you know, I know we just talked about a couple different things and that's a little more of what we'll dive into. If you enjoyed it, uh, I appreciate it. You know, make sure you, uh, like my page, share it, comment, anything, uh, anything you would do to, uh, to help. I appreciate it so much. Take care.